There are conflicting reports between what the NCAA says about Jim Harbaugh and Spygate and what the Big Ten says about Jim Harbaugh and Spygate. Which is it? I'll set you straight. Get your popcorn ready. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Of course, we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Well, we do have conflicting reports. The NCAA has spoken, I guess, about Jim Harbaugh, and the Big Ten seems like they are laser-focused on a certain outcome here. We'll hash it all out for you. Of course, we'll also have the latest college football playoff rankings and what it means. No change this week, but I think there could be next week. I'll tell you why. Plus, we'll have our power rankings of the Big Ten, so hang on and see where your team is at the end. Be sure to subscribe down below and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, just between you and me, can you believe this week, this whole last week? Can you believe this whole Spygate story? Can you believe the news coming out of the Big Ten or the NCAA? It's amazing. Now, apparently, the NCAA has reportedly said that Jim Harbaugh will not be implicated in the scouting sign-stealing scandal due to lack of evidence. That is according to a Yahoo Sports report. And now the NCAA and the Big Ten, I don't even think they're on the same page anymore. It seemed like the Big Ten was deferring to the NCAA, but then a lot of people the Big Ten thought that that would take too long, and so now the Big Ten's doing its own thing. But now the NCAA can't find any connection with any evidence in Jim Harbaugh. Let's review. Sit back, relax, enjoy. We're going to go through this and spell it out and everything that's happened and add the new stuff in as well. Okay? First of all, the NCAA, as you know, opened an investigation into Spygate where um, they are accusing Michigan of an elaborate on-site scouting sign-stealing operation. Okay? We all know that. Multiple other Big Ten coaches started to cry foul toward the new Big Ten commissioner, Tony Petiti, and told him to punish Michigan now because the NCAA investigation was going to take too long, going to 2024. Meanwhile, we still have this season going on. Although, if the NCAA has already concluded that Jim Harbaugh had no connection or they couldn't find any, it seems like they're moving along kind of fast with their investigation. Anyway, the next day, the Big Ten athletic directors told Petiti the same thing. Do something. Do something to Michigan. Do something to Harbaugh. So then Petiti talks to uh, school presidents, uh, including Michigan President Santo Ono, and asks Ono to suspend Jim Harbaugh for two games. Basically, do the work for us so we don't have to look bad as a conference. You go ahead and take control of this situation. And because uh, the Big Ten thinks that Harbaugh has violated the sportsmanship rules. Anyway, President Ono says, get lost. Get out of here. You don't have any evidence 
There's this thing called due process. We just started the NCAA investigation. Let's let it ride out a little bit. By the way, we have a few things to say. That's what due process is. We get to defend ourselves here. So you're not just going to slap a suspension on and I'm not going to do it for you. That's great. All right. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Connor Stallions, who's the guy at the center, the Michigan staffer and assistant who's at the center of this whole Spygate thing, he resigned on Friday. Okay. The Detroit Free Press said that he's not cooperating with anybody or talking with anybody. I did not know that. That's that's new news here from the Detroit Free Press. He is not speaking, not cooperating, cooperating, nothing. Stallion's lawyer issued a statement on Friday also uh, stating that Harbaugh and his staff never told Stallions or anyone else to break any NCA rules as far as they know. And that Harbaugh and his staff were unaware of Stallion's behavior, which goes back to something we suggested here on this podcast. I think we're the only people in the country to suggest it. You can go back and look at it. I was like about a, a week and a half ago here on Lockdown Big Ten, but I suggested I had to leave open the possibility that Stallions was rogue, doing his own thing, that nobody knew about it. And everybody laughed, oh, yeah, Harbaugh do and all this. Maybe he did, maybe he did. But you have to allow for the possibility that we had a rogue employee doing his own thing. I think there's more evidence now that that was indeed the case. Then over the weekend, stories surfaced about Ohio State football coach Ryan Day and his brothers that they may have connections to an investigator who allegedly obtained information from Connor Stallion's computer and ratted out Michigan, but that they obtained that information allegedly illegally. Uh, Ryan Day gave a firm no comment when he was asked about it on Friday before the Rutgers game. Now, to be fair and, and balanced and complete, the NCAA, when they said that there was no connection to any evidence they had to Jim Harbaugh, they also say, said that the uh, there was no proof that Ryan Day had anything to do with any of this. However, stay tuned. Got more to say about that as well. Now, the Big Ten, in accordance to its rules, informs Michigan in writing, I think late Sunday, that it may or could impose a penalty on Jim Harbaugh. They were required to do it in writing. I found it interesting that they used the, the words that they, that they they could impose a penalty instead of they will. Nevertheless, Michigan then has 48 hours to respond to that. That 48 hours is up today, Wednesday. Okay? So things are going to start happening fast, maybe even as you're watching this or listening to this podcast. And presumably, maybe there'll be a two-game suspension coming down. And I don't know if that starts this weekend with Penn State and Maryland and has Harbaugh coming back for the Ohio State game. I don't know if maybe Petiti and the Big Ten back off and wait. Um, maybe the suspension comes down and then Michigan files lawsuit. It could get super crazy in the next few hours, really. This, uh, this story is incredible. Also, you should know that uh, athletic director at Michigan, Ward Manuel, he canceled his trip here this week to go down to Texas. He's part of that board that decides the college football uh, playoff poll that was released last night, Tuesday night, and he skipped it. He says, I got, I got stuff going on in Ann Arbor, man. I can't leave. Can't leave the office. You have to do this one without me. Presumably putting together a response for Michigan against the Big Ten. So that's where we're at there. And by the way, I will have thoughts on that poll in just a minute, a couple minutes. So hang tight because I, I, I think there's going to be some movement, not this week, obviously, but next week. So 
there are also stories, again, that Michigan might sue if there's a suspension. And just when the Big Ten seems to be on the verge of suspending Harbaugh, Yahoo Sports comes out and reports that Jim Harbaugh is not going to be implicated by the NCAA for the Spygate scandal. What, right? Crazy. Uh, apparently, the NCAA's findings are um, they are not able to connect any evidence on this uh, elaborate in-person scouting scandal to Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it, it happened. We have a paper trail that happened. They just can't connect it to Harbaugh. Harbaugh said all along that he didn't know anything about it and would never direct anybody to do anything. There's just no evidence. So if there's no evidence connecting uh, him, how can the how can the Big Ten justify suspending Harbaugh? Well, they might not. But then again, they might just say, look, um, this happened. It's not connected to you, but you're the top guy and somebody has to bear the responsibility for it. And under their sportsmanship clause, maybe that's where the Big Ten will try and suspend Harbaugh. Uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. We don't know until they actually say something or release any kind of statement. Now, that's not all. Now, let's just twist this whole thing. According to an Associated Press report, somebody may have been stealing Michigan signs. A former football employee from another Big Ten school told the Associated Press that it was his job to steal signs from Michigan and uh, put together a spreadsheet of Michigan's play calls from last season and uh, with the info gathered gathered from some other teams and put, put together this huge spreadsheet of all of Michigan's calls and their colors and their codes and their signs. This employee shared the information along with screenshots of text messages from other Big Ten schools with the hopes of helping Michigan defend itself amid the sign-stealing investigation conducted by the Big Ten and the NCAA. So, and we Michigan has been collecting this information and Michigan has since specifically said that from last year's Big Ten championship game when they played Purdue, that they have evidence that Purdue was given Michigan's signs uh, by Rutgers and Ohio State before the Big Ten championship game last year. Apparently, Ohio State gave the offensive signals and Rutgers had the defensive signals. They gave them to Purdue, said, here, go beat Michigan. So, and in another sidebar, according to the Detroit Free Press, Central Michigan Athletic Director Amy Follett noted that the NCAA is joining the Chippewas investigation as to whether Connor Stallions was that mystery figure on the sideline of the Central Michigan-Michigan State game season opener on September 1st. Of course, as we stated here on Lockdown Big Ten podcast last week, that's probably the most intriguing part of this whole story to me personally, and maybe you as well, because Chippewa's head coach Jim McElwain, in the year between he was uh, where he's fired as the head coach of Florida, and then the year became the head coach of the Chippewas at Central Michigan, for one year he was the wide receivers coach at Michigan. Okay, Jim Harbaugh hired him, and he most certainly would have known who Stallions was at Michigan. And it seems logical to us that McElwain would have recognized, known, and seen Stallions on his own sideline if that indeed was Stallions. We still don't know who it was. We don't have proof who it was, nevertheless. Um, anyway, this is this story is like an octopus. It has eight different stories branching out. I mean, just tell me when the Hollywood movie is going to come. Uh, that's, that's absolutely unreal. 
anyway, we'd love your comments on Twitter at TalkBig10, uh, here on YouTube as well. And could there be a shakeup in the college football poll next week? I'll tell you why. Plus, we'll take a look at the awards of the week around the Big Ten. That's all coming up in a minute right here on Lockdown Big Ten. Prize Picks. It is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in all North America. Exciting. It's fun. It's easy. It's just numbers. It's just you and the numbers. You can pick more than or less than with stats, with groups of two to six players and their stat projections and watch your winnings roll in. It's super easy. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I've been doing it during football season. I've been bankrolling my upcoming basketball season. And by the way, you can combine players from different sports, football and basketball, for example. You can go to prize picks and say, Steph Curry will have more than 29 points in his game tonight against the Nuggets and pair that with, say, Joe Burrow. He'll have more than two touchdown passes against the Texans this weekend. You hit, you win. Boom. It's that good. It's that fun. It's that easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use the code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash college and use the code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So, college football playoff rankings are out again for the second week. They started last week on Halloween. Every Tuesday at 7.30, they're released until that last weekend of the season. The big Sunday reveal. We'll find out who the top four are and who are going, uh, who's going to the college football playoffs. No change from week one to week two. It's still Ohio State one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four. But you look at all their schedules this weekend, it's very interesting. We could finally get a little shakeup, if you will. Now, Ohio State hosts Michigan State. Honestly, I think no problem. They'll win that game, and uh, Ohio State will still be number one. Georgia hosts Ole Miss, number nine. I mean, that's a top 10 matchup. That could be problematic. And Michigan is at number 10 Penn State. Could be a tough game either way. And uh, then Florida State is hosting Miami, and I know Florida State's a lot better team than Miami, but uh, that's a big rivalry game. So anything can happen there. By the way, Washington 5, Oregon 6, and you know Penn State's in there 10. If they can make any headway against Michigan, if things could jumble up ahead of them, we'll see. Promises will be very, very exciting, I think. But I, you know, I, I laid it out for you for Penn State. In fact, if you want to go back to yesterday's podcast, if you missed it here on Lockdown Big Ten, very easy to go find on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Just go to the previous one. And we pretty much laid it out. This is Penn State's last stand for the season because they already lost to Ohio State. They got to win one of those, right? Michigan or Ohio State. They didn't beat either of them last year, and it cost them. And they're, they're a really good team, but it's their last stand. Who knows? So they may be going against Michigan team without uh, Jim Harbaugh. But anyway, it's all laid out there. Go back and check out the last one. Uh, it'd be great. Lockdown Big Ten. Meanwhile, uh, speaking of the Big Ten, we have our awards of the week. Our offensive player of the week, Illinois junior wide receiver Isaiah Williams. Wow. 13 catches, 131 yards, and two touchdowns in Illinois' 27-26 win over Minnesota. The 13 catches was the most by anybody in a Big Ten game this year. 
And that included the game-winning 46-yard catch with 50 seconds remaining. He also caught that big key fourth and 11 to start that drive. Otherwise, the game would have been over. And so he was absolutely huge. Defensive player of the week, Indiana senior linebacker Aaron Casey. The later this game got against Wisconsin, the more involved he was. He had nine tackles, seven in the fourth quarter, and held Wisconsin scoreless in that final quarter for the Hoosiers' 2014 win. Had four tackles for loss, most by a Hoosier since 2016, including two sacks, all tackles for loss in the second half, three of them in the fourth quarter. Again, the later it got, the bigger he got. He also forced a fumble in the fourth quarter, which led to Indiana's first uh, fumble recovery of the season. Kind of hard to believe they haven't had a fumble recovery until this point of the season, but he, he got it. So maybe they can get a few more moving forward. Special teams player of the week. Iowa sophomore kicker Drew Stevens made that 53-yard field goal with 14 seconds to go in the Hawkeyes' 10-7 win over Northwestern. That was the one at Wrigley Field. And the kick put uh, Iowa all alone, first place in the Big Ten West with three weeks to go. Can you believe it? Freshman of the week, Illinois freshman running back Caden Fagan. Good week for Illinois. He recorded a career-high 148 yards in that 27-26 win over Minnesota. And 22 carries, 89 yards rushing. He also hauled in a 54-yard touchdown catch, his first touchdown reception of his career, and, of course, obviously for the season. So great job by him. Those are your weekly award winner players of the week throughout the Big Ten. And we do that each and every week in the middle of the week. It's always worth noting. I always like to keep an eye on the freshmen of the week. These are the up-and-coming stars. There have been a couple of freshmen that have won multiple times. That kind of tells me they're on track, fast track, maybe you know the stars in this league as we turn over year after year. So um, uh, I always want to mention those. I also want to just take a moment right here to thank you, especially you everydayers out there. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys checking out Lockdown Big Ten. Also, this is where I ask all of you, if you haven't yet, if you could just click that little subscribe button down below real quick, real easy, free, no obligation. It gets you, it gets you in here uh, in the big 10 club here with us on lockdown, big 10. And I always appreciate it. And uh, a lot of you've been doing it lately. I'm, I'm very humbled by it. Uh, no matter how you uh, get this podcast, uh, make sure you share, follow and like lockdown, big 10, you'll be doing us a great favor. And if you're a regular here, it's helping us out. And if you enjoy this, you want to help us out, that'd, that'd be really appreciated. All right. Also, programming note that on Fridays on this channel, Lockdown Big Ten, uh, we've got the Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live show from 11 a.m. Eastern to noon. I'm on it for a few minutes. Other guys host it around uh, the Lockdown Network. They do a great job, and it's a great way to get you ready for the weekend. So we have that, uh, again, every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. All right. I want you to forget for a moment the college football playoff poll with Ohio State and Georgia and Michigan and Florida State. Just put that aside for a minute because it is almost time for what we do here on this podcast every week, our Big Ten football power rankings by me. See if you agree or disagree. See where your favorite team falls in line. That is all coming up in just one minute right here on Lockdown Big Ten. All right, um, I want to uh, tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is fun, first of all. Uh, everybody's doing it. Don't be left out. 
you can uh, score early throughout this uh, NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Money line is basically just winners and losers. You don't have to worry about point spreads, although you can do that. They do offer that. Pays off a little better if you do that, if you hit. But it's 150 bucks if your team wins. Boom. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get in the action than right now. Uh, if you want to look at the FanDuel point spreads right now, take a look at the Michigan-Penn State game. Michigan, it was four and a half, minus four and a half. I think it's now three and a half. Over under at 44. I told you, take the under. Take the under. This is going to be a lot of running backs and long drives and time running, maybe a less fewer possession or two because of that. Take the under. Lower score. 28 to 14 ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. Won't tell you who's going to win until Friday's uh, pickums. Uh, anyway, they got point spreads, player props, over unders, anything you can think of right there. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on to kick off the rest of the NFL season for you. Fanduel, the official partner of the NFL. All right. So uh, let's do it. Do our Big Ten power rankings here in the middle of the week. I'm going to put them on screen. If you're only listening on audio, uh, don't worry about it. I will explain it to you and everything's going on in detail. Here we go. Uh, number I, I kept I kept it at the top at the same. All right, I've still got the Michigan Wolverines and Ohio State Buckeyes tied first place. There's uh, you know Ohio State's got the resume with the ranked wins. Uh, a couple of a couple of top ten wins there, and um, you know Michigan schedule now starts to get tough. Finally, Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State down the stretch. Penn State is at number three in the Big Ten. Of course, they're number ten in the country. Got those Iowa Hawkeyes, man, at number four. I you know I don't know if they could uh, beat everybody else in the league or not that's behind them on this list, but there's they got seven wins already. They're amazing without being amazing. And I, I like to watch them. I really do. Rutgers at number five, steady, solid season by Greg Schiano. Minnesota Golden Gophers, they are at number six. The Terps at seven. The Terps are struggling. I could probably put the Terps a little lower. They've lost four straight. Nebraska lost this weekend. They're at eight. Wisconsin lost this week. They're at nine. Illinois did win. I should have them higher than 10, but uh, they've struggled earlier this season. So I can't, I can't move them up too much more. Um, but they had that last second win. I just talked about the Hoosiers get their first conference win. We're going to move them up to a number 11 Northwestern Wildcats fall to 12. We've got Michigan state and all the trouble they're having at number 13 and the Purdue Boilermakers taking the last spot. Now they just can't really get it going there. And I expect more out of Hudson card this year. I still think he's going to be a good player. I do. So have some patience, Boilermaker fans. But those are our Big Ten power rankings as I see it. Feel free to agree or disagree. Don't forget, you can hit us up and interact, interact with me at all times. Twitter at TalkBigTen, number 10. You can do it here on uh, YouTube as well. Don't forget our website, TalkBigTen.com. That's with the number 10. Be sure to subscribe down below before you go. And follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. We'll have the latest next time we're out here uh, tomorrow. 
on uh, Jim Harbaugh, the Big Ten, the NCAA, suspension, no suspension. It's coming. Something's happening. Something's happening. And we'll be all over it here. Plus, we got some games to talk about eventually, right? The weekend's going to be here before you know it here on Locked On Big Ten. Now I invite you to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything else going on in sports. In the meantime, have yourself a great day. Thank you again for checking us out, and I can't wait to see you next time. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.